Welcome to the Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and we are live from Outer Banks, Waves, North Carolina. And for the first time ever in the history of the show, I have a guest co-host. Welcome to the show, Mike Taransky. Thank you very much, JJ. It's great to be on the show. Um, well, why wouldn't you? I mean, we're in freaking Outer Banks. I smell sand. I smell salt. We're seeing sun for the first time in a, week. a really long time. Uh, so you may see us with some shades on today. Who knows? Um, so today's show is about how to unplug from life. And what a better topic to talk about than us unplugging yes. from life here at Outer Banks. Uh, we're in uh, Waves, North Carolina, which for those of you that uh, aren't real familiar with the area, it's a little south of Rodanthe. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with the area, that probably didn't help you much. Yeah. Um, I think most people have heard of Kitty Hawk and Kill Devil Hills and Nags Head. Corolla Duck. Corolla Duck. Yeah, we're like way south of all that stuff. And I think most people have, at this point have heard of Oka Croak. Yeah. Or, or is it o- Oka? It's Oka like Coke. Okra? Yeah. Okra Coke? Okra yeah. Coke. It's Okra Coke. I say we're below Corolla, above Hatteras. Okay. in the middle. Yeah, so it's just a long strip of sand, basically, Pretty where they much. built some houses and we're here hanging out. Um, so we are here today talking about how to unplug from life. Uh, we're on vacation this week. And just to give you a little bit of context, we, the Tiki Bar is open. We're inside a Tiki Bar at our house the Annapolis, I, I can't pronounce it. No, it's not the Annapolis. There's a oh. T in there. Annapolis, I, I don't know. It's the yeah. name of the house that we're in. Um, and we're in the Tiki Bar. So you can't see what we're seeing, but we see a pool. And you see wood with a sign behind us. Uh, we've got some Ginger Kid toys here. Check it out. Hmm. I, F, is that a? That's a D. Oh, or P. to pee. It could it be, be anything. These are really cool are. wooden blocks. You can't even buy this stuff anymore except for a, a ginger kid. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to talk today. We're not going to take any callers today because we can't take any callers. Why would we want to take calls at the beach anyway? No. I mean, see, I mean, we love our listeners. We love our listeners. Yeah. But, guys, we're at the beach. And if you want to talk to us. Turn your phones off. Go on Facebook. And if, if those of you that um, saw on Facebook the pictures that I posted last night, we are definitely not technically unplugged here. No. Like, we've got more plug-in up of stuff here than you could ever imagine. Um, somebody uh, mentioned on the photos that they're going to call me Mr. Technology. I'm surrounded by great people because great people gave me all this stuff to, to plug in. Um, so on this topic of unplugging, we went to Facebook Monday night and said, how do you unplug from life? Very generic. Wanted to hear what people talked about. And um, it's a hot topic because most people don't know how to unplug from life. No. Ever. Like, because of these things, we're constantly plugged in. Um, I've got two laptops. We've got two phones. I mean, we're beyond plugged in here. But I think we're starting to lose our nature of being able to unplug from life. Yeah, I think most people become work martyrs where they have to be <laughs> plugged in. <laughs> work all the time. martyrs. Tell me about What is a work martyr? I like that sound. It's though. somebody that feels like they have to be on, have to communicate with their boss at, no matter what, they have to be on company time. Ooh. There's guilt involved in that. Whenever I was going through all the material prepping for this show and thinking about it, I found that guilt was probably the center of all these issues here with being unplugged. Yeah. 
the work, the, the, the bosses, the companies demand it. Now, you're in a unique situation, though, Mike. You're, you're a school teacher on, the, on your way to be an administrator, right? Yes. Tell us, what, like, what is your story? Tell us your, they know who I am. What's your story? So I graduated college with a degree in accounting. Well, you don't have to go back that far. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm a fifth grade teacher at R.C. Long in Henrico County. And with teachers, we're very dedicated to our jobs during the fall, the spring, the winter months. I mean, we work 80-hour-plus weeks. And, you wow, know, really? Yeah. I never imagined that. I wake up at 7. I don't get I, I get home at 5, but I'm not done until 9. Maybe this, maybe this is my ignorance, but I thought school teachers got off at like 2 o'clock every day. Yeah, I mean, that's when the kids <laughs> leave, but just like, you know, you got show prep and we got work prep. You got work prep. Yeah. So how do you prep, like, like how do you balance it? How do you unplug, or do you? Do you are you prepping at night? Are you doing school stuff at night? Yeah. you have like 18 kids at, in your own house. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Not really. Mike's a, Mike's a dad of three kids. Um, I mean, how do you get it all done? How do you, um, how do you? How do you separate it? How do you unplug? You have to promise yourself at this time I'm disconnecting from work. Yeah. And so for me, it's 6 o'clock. That's when the wife has the dinner ready. That's yeah. when the kids are eating. And from 6 to 7 is my time with my are kids. Are you at school that, that long? Do, when, like how how long do you? I usually, I'm usually at school from 7 till 5. Well, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're pulling in a good day. Yeah. Um, but what about summers? I mean, that's you know that's the, that's the image that teachers have yeah. that you don't work during the summer, right? I mean, we're – a good teacher will be collecting lesson plans, building okay. ideas, but July is my month of leave me alone. I'm unplugged. I don't even check work email just because I need that time to. It's decompress. a sabbatical. Yeah. Now, if you weren't a school teacher, though, because most people aren't able to do that, yeah. not, they don't have the summer off per se. How do you take a sabbatical? Like how 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 does I'm I'm curious. We're on Facebook Live right now, so if you're on Facebook Live and uh, you're watching the show, and if you've ever been able to take a sabbatical, and my, my definition of a sabbatical is a month or more. Yeah, like one month. Two, two weeks doesn't count. That's just a really long vacation. vacation. But if you've ever taken a sabbatical, how did you work that out? Uh, some companies have it built into their systems. Um, I see that a lot with pastors. I see a lot of pastors leave for three to six months, um, and it does the world of good. I mean, certainly that's how they, that's how they unplug. Um, the the bigger question is what exactly are we unplugging from? Because yeah. uh, Brian Willett, I love Brian. Um, he's a colleague in Florida. He, he had maybe one of the most insightful Facebook posts that we had. He said, "I don't unplug. My life is my life. There is no unplugging from that." No one else noticed that. Yeah. Everyone else was like, "Oh, this is how I unplug." And we're going to read some of these because these are great ideas. I'm going to steal a lot of them. Um, but the question is, what do we unplug from? So, um. A travel there, there's a travel site out there called Why Travel. I mean, like you need to ask yourself why travel. Yeah. WhyTravel.com, the letter Y. And there was a really fascinating list of the things that we need to consciously unplug from. Number one on there, which we've already talked about a little bit, society's expectations. So that involves mainly work expectations. Yeah. But I'm wondering from your perspective, Mike, what other expectations does society have from us? forces us to stay plugged into things well first is job security a report said 26 percent of americans fear their job if they take time off yeah Another and, and, and i could add this real quick uh k1 kelsey the uh the co-host we've had on the show up to this point she said at longwood if you take sabbatical you have to be doing research yeah <laughs> well that's not a sabbatical you're still working yeah it's like well you can take time off from work long time to refresh but you better be working while you're doing it and how will that it benefit makes us? a lot of sense doesn't it so you got this whole society's expectation thing you got work expectations you got family's expectations um because 
let's face it, it wasn't that long ago. This year we're celebrating the 10th anniversary of the iPhone. So for only 10 years in the history of humankind have we been really sucked into uh, mobile phones. Android was, was around about that same time, too. But before then, you know, you had flip phones. But you weren't forced to carry cell phones with you all the time just in case your spouse needs you. So, yeah. you know, i got to make sure I am stay connected in case something happens to my kids. Like, it's the tool that we have now that forces us to stay connected even to our family. Not that we'd want to disconnect or unplug from our family. But there's a security blanket there that if something happens, I need to be able to get a hold of you. Yeah. Right? That's that's part of society's expectations. Um, t- on today's show, we're live from Outer Banks, Waves, North Carolina. I'm J.J. White. This is my co-host, Mike Taransky. And what we're talking about today is how to unplug from life. When we come back from a break, we will be talking more about what we're going to unplug from. Wow. You've been listening to The Great People Show. I'm J.J. White, host of The Great People Show. As a parent, I'm now busier than ever and don't have a lot of time for teaching my child fundamentals or helping them build good foundations. That's why I love products by A Ginger Kid. They allow me to spend time teaching critical skills to my children while we all have fun. The quality wood used in A Ginger Kid products can't be beat, and the wooden texture brings a nostalgia that allows both my child and I to enjoy our moments together. A Ginger Kid products are about equipping parents to help their children learn with confidence. A Ginger Kid also helps me pause to take moments to create intentional memories with my children. These classic toys teach classic moments. Go to agingerkid.com and enter the promo code GIFTS to receive 25% off your order as one of our listeners. A Ginger Kid, the tools and toys that teach. For the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. That's DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults, until their family stayed at the Omni Homestead. Once Dad went full desperado during horseback riding and Mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hay rides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort never stays the same. All right, we are back on the Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White, and with me in the Tiki Bar is Mike Taransky. And we have a crowd on our on our deck up here watching the show. Uh, Devin, we got an extra mic down here if you want to join, brother. Uh, we're from Waves, North Carolina, and again, for those of you that don't know exactly where that at, because even people that have been to Outer Banks, when I say, they ask, well, where are you staying? I say, we're at Waves, and they're like, where's that? Rodanthe, Avon, um, south, you know, south of all the, like, the commercialized stuff. Yeah, they call it's it chill the, back here. They call it the Three Villages. Does it? Do they really? Yeah, there's Waves, and then there's two They others. are villages. They are villages. And it amazes me that hurricanes come through this area and doesn't just completely trash, trash. this whole thing. Um, I guess a Category 5 eventually would yeah. one of these days. 
Um, so the, the weather is beautiful here. We've experienced some really um, unfavorable weather for the last several days. We went fishing yesterday. You didn't go fishing yesterday. No. Oh, we, had, we we went blast. What do they call that, Deb? It's not deep sea fishing. What is that? It's it's not deep sea fishing. Is that what it, that's called? It's regular fishing. It's regular fishing yeah. in the oceans. Like because the the sound between the the outer banks and the mainland is about six feet deep in most places. Yeah. So it, you know they say if the if the boat sinks, just get out and walk. Yeah, that, so, I mean, that's that shocks just, me, but it's true. Yeah, I mean whatever. Um, it didn't sink. We had a good time. Uh, caught some flounder. Um, caught mullet fish. Huh. Got some in the fridge. Going to make a fish taco with all the fish I caught. <laughs> Two fish tacos. So today we're talking about how to unplug from life. And before we went to break, we talked about, or we we started to mention what are we unplugging from. The first one was society's expectations. Second one was schedules and demands. Like one, and I've, I brought this up on multiple shows. We are surrounded by people, even people that love us tremendously, that are trying to suck our time away from us. Yeah. They don't mean to do that. Well, I guess they do kind of mean to do it. But they're doing it because they want our time. They need something from us. For whatever reason, I mean, what what's what what takes up most of your time? Don't say work or home. Like, get into the details of that, Mike. Like, specifically, what in work takes a lot of your time, or specifically, what at home takes a lot of your time. Well, with work, it's meetings, and it's just the meetings that could have been emails. Yeah, that to me, that takes up most of my time. I'm a, as a teacher, we have meetings right before school start, and it's a two to three day of our work week <laughs> oh my that we have to spend in meetings. You'll and, never get that time back. And it's like it's gone forever. You know, we have a little checklist. Like, could this have been an email? Check. It could have been an email. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, with me personally, obviously, I run a small business. Uh, I I also have a radio show. Um, I also am, am somewhat involved in my son's football. Meaning, my my wife Sam, she's the football commissioner. Yeah, she's the GYAA commissioner. So I'm the commissioner's husband. I don't know what that means, other than it's like an unofficial assistant commissioner. Um, but you know, it's it's nonstop. Like the demands on time are are never ending. And and I'm going to keep weaving this through the entire show. If we try to break the cycle of what we are demanded from at work and what we're demanded from at home and what we're demanded from at sports to do something for ourselves, there's guilt involved in that. Yeah. Like there's there's an honest level of uncomfortable, like I shouldn't be doing this. Like, okay, so we're here with four families. There's eight adults, eight children. Who have you seen not look at their phone this week? We are as all adults have, right? And Every- and I can say, oh, I'm looking at Facebook or yeah, you know checking this. No, no. you. you you're, you're not going to, you know, who's turning off their notification? Who's deleting the email app off their phone for the week? Nobody. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And, and you know, I'd find a way to look at my email anyway. So we've got society's expectations, schedules and demands, overcommitment to tasks and people that don't matter. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I'm, I'm really noticing about a lot of things in life. Um, and it's a, it's a filter I'm putting on a lot of things I'm looking at is, you know, this is a great list of things, but what are the priorities? Like, where, where are we saying, I'm sorry, I can't do that because I've got to do this. This is more important to me. Uh, there's something called the tyranny of the urgent. Um, it's been around for, for, for decades. Uh, I can't remember the exact person that created it um, decades ago, but um, mul- multiple places have used it. I've seen it in so many different books um, that we are sucked into um, quadrant one activities, which everything is important and everything is urgent. Yeah. And that's just totally not true. And by the time we're done... We probably didn't have enough time for the things we need to get done, and we certainly didn't spend enough time in the things that mattered the most, which is time away yeah. from us. And what would what would Laura, Laura is Mike's wife, what would Laura say if you said, honey, I need a personal sabbatical. I'm taking a week off, and you can just stay here with the kids. 
Oh, that wouldn't happen. Not not with three kids. I mean, like, how would the conversation go? What what? It would what, be over what before would it started. Death, what would death look like, Mike? Describe that to me. Describe that slow, or would it be slow? Would it be quick and easy? No, it'd, it'd probably be slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd just give you the look. Yeah. Uh, Locked in a bathroom with three kids just slowly let my mental collapse. That's what it would be like. All right, so we have another one here. Overconsumption and materialism. I think most people have lost the abilities to unplug and find time for themselves because they have bought so many things, gone into so much debt, they've created such a life for themselves that they have no choice but to keep working extra, maybe even two jobs, to support these lifestyles. Um that we've created this this false world that we live in of just stuff that we got to pay for. Well, think about it. iPhones come out every year, and everybody has to get the new iPhone. New iPhone eight coming out coming in a couple out. months. Got to get it now. I've had this iPhone for two and a half years um, because it's taken me two years to pay it off. Yeah, I mean seriously. Now I've, I'm I'm debt. You know, it used to be a thing of of importance, and I'm as proud to say I am debt free on my car. Nice. I paid my car off. I don't need to. I don't need another car because I paid this. Now it's like. I finally paid my phone off. Yeah. They're that expensive. And the rumor is the iPhone 8 could be up to $1,200. And people buy it just like candy. This phone would cost more than this laptop. That's whack, man. Although that phone is probably just as powerful as that laptop now. It it is better. You ought to see the setup we have over here. Okay, another thing that we are, are, are working towards unplugging from, the habit of competing, comparing, and criticizing. Like, how often have we got ourselves in trouble because we were chasing things that other people had. I mean, that's terrible, but it Keep, happens. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. So that requires us to invest more time into a life of shoulds. Now, this is, this is you know, the saying, Mike, don't shit on yourself, right? Yeah. Um, you should not do this. You should not do that. I should do this. I should do this. I should do that. Uh, I should take another week of vacation. I should take a sabbatical. I should unplug. I should turn the phone off. I should delete the email app for a week. I should, I should, I should, I should. Most people do live a life of shoulds. Yeah, because they don't, they don't want to commit to the, I am going to do that. And you don't have to wait till the end of the year to look back in the last 12 months, because most people do that at the end. They're like, oh, I had my, had my year go. Oh, I didn't get all these things done. I yeah. should have done this because I was too involved in other things. Uh, another thing that we need to unplug from is a, a traditional path that does not make you feel alive. Hmm. What does, what does that, that mean? mean? I was going to ask you. Now, Devin, what does that mean? Come on down here, Devin. Talk to us. Um, a, a traditional life, meaning <clears throat> you go to school, yeah. you go to college, you get a degree, you get, a, you get an accounting degree, yeah. Nine to five. you get a law degree, you get a business degree, you get an art degree, you get a teaching degree, you get a degree, and then the next thing you need to do is get a job around yep. that degree. That's the traditional path. And we're living in, a, in an era where I think traditional is being rewritten. Uh, more specifically, um, people are not following the normal path that their parents took. I think that's where colleges are, could get into a lot of trouble. Yeah. People will not be pursuing as many degrees in the future, perhaps. I mean, they're calling for a higher education bubble. Well, no, who knows? We'll see. Um, so that's what that, – so, so – that's what my version of a traditional path is. You you see, you're a school teacher, so you see this with kids. I mean, has his are are more opportunities opening up for children to take a non traditional path in this world from what you're seeing? That's amazing with the kids nowadays. Like high school kids can take college classes, or if they don't want to go to college, they can take a trade school. A lot of these kids are learning computer technology, 
plumbing, HVAC, electrical. Yeah. I mean, stuff that I wish I was able to do when I was 15. And uh, computer programming. That's the one yeah. thing that, that really coding. I like, I, um, uh, I'm old. I'm 43. That's what my kids would say I'm old. <laughs> and I grew up coding in basic. Yeah. On an Epson 8088 computer that was switchable between 4 megahertz and you could go into turbo at 8 megahertz. Oh, wow. And um, there was nothing to teach me this stuff. Yeah. Like, I had a book on coding basic this big. And um, now kids, like my children that are 5 and 8 are coding yeah. off their laptop or off their iPads. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Because anything, because it's, it's such a desired skill set. Um, today we're talking about how to unplug from life, and we're currently talking about what we're uh, unplugging from. We have uh, in the Tiki Bar, we're, I, I'm going to say it in the studio, but the studio is the Tiki Bar, these really cool wooden blocks from a ginger kid. You just can't find these things anymore. They've got all these wonderful toys. Um, we would let the kids come down because we have kids here on, on, on site <laughs> yeah. in the house. But unfortunately, if we let the kids here, they'd probably change all the buttons and mess up our audio maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll just be kids today. Uh, the other thing that we need to unplug from is relationships that don't serve you. Oh, that's a good one. Why? Why is that good for you? Because, I mean, what purpose? You're spending all this time. And, you know, time is a finite amount we have. Yeah. We have 24 hours in a day. Yep. Of those 24 hours, 16 of those hours were alive. So what are you dedicating your 16 hours to? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the relationships that you're dedicating 30 minutes or 10 minutes to. What, 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 about, what about all the relationships we're kind of forced into, though, especially at work? Like, you can't control your coworkers. No. Um, I, you know, I, we, all, we all have people that we don't necessarily meld with, and we feel like they're just sucking the life out of us, but we have to work with them. Um, but these are things that we need to find a way to unplug. For. I believe if we took more time off, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this when we come back from our from our um, bottom of the hour break. Um, that if we schedule certain things, and I've got wonderful examples of some of the smartest and brightest uh, and, and people that contributed more to society than 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 most other people, yeah. didn't work that much. No, they they worked smart, not hard. They did, now, granted, and, and there's a case to be made. They didn't have a cell phone in their hand. True. They didn't. They didn't have Facebook. Yeah. I wonder how distracted some of these folks would be if, if they, they had, had Facebook, if they had it now. Or Einstein. I think I'll just. Yeah. That's a good thought-provoking question. Yeah. If Einstein were alive today, would, would he, he have be... gotten anything done because of Facebook? Yeah. Would he be tweeting right now instead of thinking of the theory? Of... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'd, or Pinterest. Yeah. I mean, maybe he'd be all sucked up into recipes oh, and he'd... not have invented, uh... didn't he invent the H-bomb or the A-bomb? H bomb. H bomb. Yeah. See, I'm asking you. You're the school teacher. If you get it wrong, you're you you have. You I'm have, not a history school. Teacher. You have professional issues <laughs> on your hands here, Mike. So we're 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 doing two things. We're talking about how to unplug from life, and we're also uh, we have with us here uh, in the Tiki Bar at Outer Banks, Waves, North Carolina, Mike Taransky. He's a school teacher. So if you have a question for Mike, let's let's play stump the school teacher. Um, are you I, smarter I, than a fifth grader? Are you? It is. Fifth, you teach fifth grade, yeah. don't you? So so. Do you ever find yourself not as smart as a fifth grader? I mean, honestly. Honestly, yeah. yeah when I first – I did third grade for 10 years, and then they bumped me up to fifth grade. Okay. I got, pro- <laughs> I got promoted. promoted. And there was a lot of – especially teaching about rocks, the igneous metamorphic rocks. Ooh, that – Those are big words, I, I mean, uh, yeah, especially what fifth graders have to know now than what we had to learn. 
Yep. I mean, as long as I could tie my shoes and, you know, <laughs> pro- properly wash my hands, I, I was going on to middle school. But these, I mean, <laughs> I'm teaching algebra to these kids, and it's amazing. <laughs> as you're teaching it to yourself, that's the way as I would I was do teaching, it. teaching yep. I'd be like, I'd, I'd always just need to stay a few minutes ahead of them. Well, yeah. let, me, let me understand it first, and then I'll teach it to you. So today we're talking about how to unplug from life. Uh, we've been spending some time talking about what to unplug with. Um, the last one on the list is devices. What, what do we need to unplug from? Devices that steal your time with meaningless crap. Yeah. I mean, really, that's, that's what it boils down to. Um, when we come back, we are going to now shift the conversation to how to unplug because we have a lot of ideas from our, yep. from our audience. Coming to you live from the Outer Banks, you have been listening to The Great People Show. Hi, I'm J.J. White, host of The Great People Show. As a parent, I'm now busier than ever and don't have a lot of time for teaching my child fundamentals or helping them build good foundations. That's why I love products by A Ginger Kid. They allow me to spend time teaching critical skills to my children while we all have fun. The quality wood used in a Ginger Kid products can't be beat, and the wooden texture brings a nostalgia that allows both my child and I to enjoy our moments together. A Ginger Kid products are about equipping parents to help their children learn with confidence. A Ginger Kid also helps me pause to take moments to create intentional memories with my children. These classic toys teach classic moments. Go to agingerkid.com and enter the promo code GIFTS to receive 25% off your order as one of our listeners. A Ginger Kid, the tools and toys that teach. Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. That's DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults, until their family stayed at the Omni Homestead. Once Dad went full desperado during horseback riding and Mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hayrides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. All right, everyone, welcome back to The Great People Show, live from Outer Banks. We are doing a remote. In the Tiki Bar with me here today is Mike Taransky, school teacher from Henrico County, fifth grade. We're here with eight adults, eight kids, and um, we're unplugged. Yeah, this is our yearly unplugging. This is our yearly unplugging. Um, When we went to Facebook asking the question, how do you unplug, by far one of the biggest ones Well, I'll just read what Ryan Eltringham just said on Facebook Live just now. Good friends, cold beer, and great memories. That's our week right there. That is. Um, Maybe a little too much cold beer. but um, So we went to Facebook to find out how other people unplug. And after just hearing some of these, I'm going to go do some of these things. This was pretty good. 
uh, Amanda Shaw, a cruise and don't sign up for the internet. I mean, because you can get internet there. But think about it. A cruise is one of the few places left where you're you're trapped with no internet. Yeah, it's like camp for adults. Camp for adults. I love it. Yeah. Unless you go on a Disney cruise. But you could go without kids. Torture for adults. Awkward moment. Michelle Diametti, who I think is coming to the Outer Banks next week, if I remember correctly from her Facebook post, she said go to Outer Banks, sit and just enjoy quiet and sunsets every night. I call it my reset button. Um, Aaron Hilton had a different take on it. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) How do you unplug from life? Well, it's easy. I just fire up the Xbox and let it rip. Well, I mean, as a kid, that was my <laughs> that was my escape from parenting and life. It just pop on the Xbox. I'm dis I've disappeared for an hour. Yeah, I'm not even in my world. I'm yeah, in you're in another world. world. And now with virtual reality, yeah, you know, this is actually scary. I didn't think about this till just now. But uh, have you ever done a true virtual reality? Yeah, when we did the um, oh, that's right. Yeah, the um, uh, James Museum. River VR. Yeah, um, we had the goggles on and they had the sensors around us. And you literally are lost within seconds. Yeah. Within seconds, you have no concept of reality anymore. So in this whole con- with this whole idea of how do you unplug from life, and it's a little scary now, you can use technology to unplug from life, but we need to be unplugging from technology. Exactly. So how does that work? Um one of the uh, one of the things that I found uh, become it, this was at becoming minimalist minimalist dot com was a big part of unplugging is unplugging for technology. If it wasn't for technology, we would have a lot less to unplug from. Uh, and I found some interesting statistics. And Mike, you found some interesting t- statistics too that you can weave in here whenever you whenever you want to. What was the name of that site that you found? Project Time Off. Project Time Off. I think it's projecttimeoff.com, Yes. If I'm not mistaken, this is a really cool website. You should check it out immediately. Not while you're watching the show or listening to the show. Do it after the show. Uh, but what I found in regards to technology was <clears throat> powering down helps remove unhealthy feelings of jealousy, envy, and loneliness. Researchers recently discovered that one in three people felt worse after visiting Facebook and more dissatisfied with their lives. That's sad. Well, think about Facebook. Everybody's posting the most positive things about them. And, you know, you see somebody on a vacation. You see somebody with a new car. You see somebody getting married. It's all these positive, wonderful things. And you're like, their life is not negative. Yeah. Yeah, there was a study I saw about a year ago that – People are transforming their own lives based on what they're seeing in Facebook, and it's just creating a false image of reality Yeah, in, in their own life because they're seeing the false image of reality in someone else's life. Um, at one point, for about a year, I think it was, I might be giving myself way too much credit, uh, I actually deleted the Facebook app, app off my phone. How'd you, how'd you manage? I went to the mobile browser. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... It was more time-consuming, Yeah. so I found my Facebook habits go down. And then I got so annoyed with having to go to the mobile browser, I put the app back on my Installed phone. Installed it back. Yeah, I started this radio show, and hey, I needed I need yeah. Facebook for work, right? Isn't That's that my excuse? Um, another thing about technology, powering down combats the fear of missing out. FOMO, okay? It's interesting. We were playing a game the other night called, um, oh, I forgot the name of it. What was that first game we played? The first game we played. Uh, what was the name of it? It's th- These were all similar to Cards Against Humanity, but they yeah. had a different spin on it. Yeah. Um, never, ever. Have never, yeah. ever have I. Yep. Is that it? Yeah, something similar. And um, <clears throat> one of the cards said FOMO. I was like, 
What is that? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what FOMO stands for, yeah. but um, apparently means fear of missing out. So scientifically speaking, the fear of missing out, FOMO, has been recognized as a recently emerging psychological disorder brought on by the advancement of technology. Yeah. That's scary. I mean, literally, that we're, it, it, we're getting psychological disorders because of technology? I mean, it makes sense to me. And what happens when virtual reality shows up? I mean, are we all going to become psychologically disordered? I think so. I mean, it's it's taken over. We're in the, we're in the baby steps of virtual reality. I bet in ten years, it's it's going to be a major we'll, part of our lives. We'll be breathing air and talking to people face to face just to get away from virtual reality. Yeah, like literally, having a human interaction will be an escape. Yeah, one day if we're not careful, that's pretty scary. Um, Something else on technology. Solitude is harder to find in an always connected world. Solitude grounds us to the world around us. I never thought of it that way. It provides the stillness and quiet required to evaluate our lives and reflect on messages in our hearts. So I think about this. We've been going to the beach for a few days. Uh, Didn't get to go yesterday. Um, Did we go the day before? Yes. We did. And I caught myself taking the phone twice. And convincing myself I was going to take pictures. No, it's a lie. I yeah. was lying to myself. So the the last time we went to the beach, I just left it here, and it felt fantastic. Like, I was just so enamored with nature. Yeah. And it's sad because not many years ago, that's all we had on the beach yeah. was nature and a book. Now it's like you can take you can take technology anywhere you go. It's ridiculous. Um, another one, life at its best – is happening right in front of you. At its best. Now, we don't want anyone to tune out this show. We want you to, to continue to watch us on Facebook Live. Maybe it's YouTube if you're watching the rebroadcast, listening to us on the radio, listening to us on iTunes, Apple, excuse me, Google Play. But why are you listening to the show? I'm hoping it's to learn something. It's to engage in us. Um, but let's be real about it. If If you're watching us on Facebook Live right now, there was a notification that popped up that said J.J. White is live, and you said, ooh, yeah. our world is structured around things that we have very little control over, mm-hmm. that we have set things up to grab our attention for us constantly. And there's so many other things happening around life, or happening around us in life that we're missing out on. Um, powering down promotes creation over consumption. Essentially, most of our time is spent in one of those two categories, yeah. consuming or creating. And we've just become straight-up consumers. We I mean, have. Think, think about it. Obviously, with, with material things, we can consume that. We, we consume the things that we buy in stores. But now, we are consumers of notifications. Yeah. Like, we've set things up just to shoot things to us so that we can consume it. That's scary. It is. Um, what do you spe- – when you look at content, Mike, things that – interrupt your your day notifications that come up like where do you spend most of your time consuming just funny pictures or you know some <laughs> something that just makes me laugh yeah uh brad jones wants to know which tiki bar are you at brad we're at the tiki bar at our beach house bro the great people show tiki the great bar. people show tiki bar on location live at outer banks at our house that i cannot pronounce the name of yeah Mike says it's the Annapolis, but that's a city in Maryland. The Annapolitan. Annapolitan? Annapolitan? The Appalachian. I don't know. The Appalachian House, something like that. But we've got our own tiki bar, Brad, and we are coming to you live from it right now. The weather is absolutely gorgeous. It is beautiful. Um, Later today, me and uh, Sam, we're taking the kids to Ocacroke. Beautiful. 
is it oak? Oak, it's okra coke. Yeah, okra, it's like coke. okra, right? Okra, okra, the, food, the food, and coke. The okra drink. coke. So, yeah. so we're sure about this that it's vegetable soda. Yeah, okra coke. Yeah, okra coke. Uh, if you've ever been to okra coke and you're um, you're you're checking us live right now on Facebook, just type in what we should go do at okra coke. The locals call it the OC. The OC. <laughs> what up, G? The OC. Um, solitude is really hard to find. It is. I mean, where in the world, like right now, where, we're at Outer Banks. We have plenty of solitude options. But most of the people watching and listening to the show right now, they're at work, um, maybe at home if they're taking the day off. But, like, we're from Richmond. Yeah. Where in Richmond do you go for solitude? If I go to, like, Browns Island or Bell Island, there's people there. I'm glad you bring that up because Kent Brockwell, our friend at Madison and Maine, the best marketing agency mm-hmm. on the planet, on Facebook said this is how he unplugs from life. Four plus hours of solo handline fishing on the rocks in the middle of the James River in Richmond. Headphones in airplane mode on Conway oh. Twitty and George Jones. Greatest hits on repeat. In okay, well That know, sounds delicious. Yeah, I I'll, mean I just want to do that. I'll I'll leave out the rest yeah. of what Kent said that this 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 show needs to remain kid friendly and legal. That's how um, you unplug. But you know, I, I thought about that. It's like the uh, all the work that Kent has to go through just to get into that moment. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Um, Ron Fazio, who is a Dale Carnegie grad from Wegmans, taking a ride on an iron horse. Oh, if and, I didn't have kids, and, I'd love that. And those of you not in the know, that's a motorcycle. And Travis Wagaman, who's been a long time. Travis has been a listener of the show since the very first episode. We love Travis here on the show. He said, get on my two-wheel toys because he has a motorcycle. He has a crotch rocket. Yeah. And... A bicycle. In fact, I think he I think he did a century bike ride at Outer Banks, if I remember. I don't know if you're listening, Travis. I'd like confirmation on that. Um, so uh, Ryan Eltringham on Facebook says, uh, Ocracoke is where Blackbeard the pirate was captured and killed. Tons yeah. of pirate stuff. That's true? Yeah, we went to the Blackbeard Museum. What? Blackbeard yeah. was captured and killed on Ocracoke? Well, on the sound. I'm I'm there. Yeah. See, I thought, I thought that was the Caribbean. No, no, it was right here. I thought that was uh, Jack Sparrow. Am I wrong about that? Yeah. So um, you're listening to The Great People Show. We're coming to you live from Outer Banks, specifically Waves, North Carolina. We're, Mike and I are looking at a pool, and we're watching people walk to the beach. Unplugged. Might be heading there a little bit later. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about what you can do to unplug from life. You've been listening to The Great People Show. I'm J.J. White, host of The Great People Show. As a parent, I'm now busier than ever and don't have a lot of time for teaching my child fundamentals or helping them build good foundations. That's why I love products by A Ginger Kid. They allow me to spend time teaching critical skills to my children while we all have fun. The quality wood used in A Ginger Kid products can't be beat, and the wooden texture brings a nostalgia that allows both my child and I to enjoy our moments together. A Ginger Kid products are about equipping parents to help their children learn with confidence. A Ginger Kid also helps me pause to take moments to create intentional memories with my children. These classic toys teach classic moments. Go to agingerkid.com and enter the promo code GIFTS to receive 25% off your order as one of our listeners. A Ginger Kid, the tools and toys that teach. 
Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. That's DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults until their family stayed at the Omni Homestead. Once dad went full desperado during horseback riding and mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hay rides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. All right, welcome back to The Great People Show. I am J.J. White, your host. Here with me in the Tiki Bar is Mike Taransky. Hello. What's up? So for those of you that are just tuning in or just joining us on Facebook Live or wherever you're at in the world, we're talking about how to unplug from life. And uh, it was just an apropos topic being that we're on vacation this week in Outer Banks. Uh, I went to the radio studio and said, how can we do a show from Outer Banks? And um, Ashenator is my my nickname for him, Asher, hooked us up with some remote equipment. So we're coming to you live from Outer Banks. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to complain about anything that's going on here because a horrible day at the beach is better than an amazing day, I think, about anywhere else. Anywhere else. And, that's, and we saw that on Facebook. But I will tell you, there are a lot of flies here, man. There is. I mean, they, uh, they're just, I don't know, they're just everywhere. It's like... You're the Lord of the Flies. Am I the Lord of the Flies? Are you the Lord of the Flies? I think you are. Somebody is. Smelling sweet. Uh, something's going on. So um, we've spent the first half of the show talking about what we need to unplug from. We're going to spend the second half of the show that we're right in the middle of talking about how to do this. Um, and multiple people, I'd say, oh, I'm just going to guess, maybe 20%, maybe 30% of everyone on Facebook go into nature. And that reminds me of an article that I read recently, and I had no idea about this, that some of the most successful people in the world work very little. Now, I say work. The concept of spending time at an office or working in a shop somewhere um, has, is being transformed as we speak. Uh, and before technology, it, it's funny. It's like what because of technology, it's enabled us to work all the time everywhere. But before technology, uh, this this article it was titled darwin was a slacker and huh. so should you be too so should and you and should you should be too there you go i'm glad i'm with a fifth grade english teacher well you're i don't know if you're in, you're not in english well you teach english I teach you have all. to teach it all but darwin was a slacker and you should be too um and there was multiple examples in this article about you know darwin wrote i think he wrote like 16 books i don't i don't know if i'm getting my math but he wrote these books only working like two or three hours a day. Yeah. Um, and and he would um, literally go on nature walks. Yeah. Like a lot of these really successful, smart people, they would be so regimented about focusing their time in just a few hours, and then they would be done for the day. Yeah. I mean, he probably spent like a good 10 hours a day working, and then he evolved. Probably. And, yeah. To just a few few hours a day. I, I'm, I'm assuming he, he noticed himself – I think everyone listening to the show right now can, can totally agree with this. You probably know at what point in the day you are done. done. 
what day in the week you were usually done by. But because of the things we talked earlier about social pressure, work pressure, we just have to stay working. Yeah. And those of you watching us on Facebook Live, I don't know if I can get this camera correctly, um, but you've got this declining slope of return, yeah. right? There, there, there's, there's very little things you're going to actually get done. Are you a morning guy or a night guy when it comes to work? Morning. So I'm a morning guy, and, and when I really have to get things done at like 8 or 9 o'clock when the kids go to bed, for what could take me three minutes is now taking me two hours. Oh, yeah. Literally. Multiple distractions, but I'm just tired, man. Yeah. I'm just worn out. My brain's cooked. And, and, and I have finally gotten to the point in life where I'm like, I'm not even going to bother. I mean, why even bother doing this? Because I'm not going to get anything out of it. There's no return here. Um, but work isn't structured that way. Life isn't structured that way. I mean, there's so much social pressure to have to do, to be there to do things. Um, and, you know, paint it with a wide brush here, but the millennials really have, are reshaping what work is like. It's like, don't force me to sit at a desk just to sit here if I've already done everything you've asked me to do by 12 or 1 o'clock. And, I was doing some research at vacation policies. Yeah, talk about yeah, talk about this project time off. And so one of the things, the best vacation policies, Google, you get three weeks off as soon as you start. Okay. After five years, you get five weeks off, and they will allow you a three-month unpaid vacation. Wow. A millennial company. Yep. Costco, two weeks off as soon as you get hired, five weeks, la- five weeks off in a couple of years. And then another millennial company is Netflix. They have unlimited time off as long as you get your job done. Mm-hmm. And think about all the people that get to work from home. Like, what is your vacation, vacation policy if you get to work from home? That's that's something else that's being disrupted is office space. Yeah. I mean, finally we're getting to the point where it's more allowable that um, people can work from home. It Because of the transition of the generations, it's going to actually be required. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, my wife, who has an online marketing job, she works from home. And yeah. her bosses don't care where she, where she does it as long as she gets it done. gets done. She gets it done. As long as clients are happy. Yep. So this is coming from Project Time Off. Yep. Uh, what else you got there? Let's see. The average American takes 17 days off. Our parents in the 1970s took over 20 days off. Wow. So we lost three days. Because we lose those days, 206 million forfeited days Americans have taken off. Let's see, let's let's let, let that sink in. 206 million forfeited days off. Yep. That gave 66 billion dollars in forfeited benefits. Wow. And I broke that down. That means every American worker pretty much gave their employer $604 of free time. Wow. And think about the benefits of taking that time off and how that's going to make you better. Yeah. Seriously, just clean the head. We when we when we um started the show, we talked about the need for sabbatical. Mm-hmm. That would freak people out. Yeah. Like if there was a law saying you have to have a month off oh. at a time, which there are some European countries yeah. that take big big time off like that. Um, anyway, keep one. That's good stuff. Um, unused vacation days. So it costs the economy $236 billion of lost money. So wow. think about it. We're on vacation right now. I'm spending more money than I am if I was just working. I've noticed working. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, we went fishing yesterday, and um, pretty much the dads took the kids. Yeah. You guys went down to o- Ocracoke. The dads took the kids. And um, so I asked Sam, I was like, do you do you want to go fishing? She's like, no, I'll just go yeah. shopping with the girls. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she goes, and that'll save us some money. I was like, wait a minute. You shopping with girls will save us money by you not going fishing? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Is this a joke? <laughs> it was a joke. 
Um, but the fact is, yeah, you're spending a lot of money on vacation. Yeah. It makes the economy go around. The last stat I had, if, if American workers took one more day off of work, it'd generate $33 billion. Say that again. If Americans took one more day off one their work. One more day. $33 billion it back into the economy. Generate. Okay, so folks, let's start a movement. Everybody take the rest of the day off mm-hmm. in the entire United States and let's go create some money. Let's go yeah. create some econ- economic. You're make Actually, America great again. Now, now's well. We're, right now, we're making Outer Banks great again. Yeah. I mean, when the power was out here last week, I kept putting all over Facebook, "Let's make Outer Banks great again." And apparently, we have. And they've been so thankful. Like all the businesses, you come in. I mean, they're just been so friendly. Yeah. Um. Wow. How much billion? Thirty-three much? billion. Thirty-three billion dollars. By taking an extra day off. So this is something to keep in mind. Maybe now, because the, the stock market is doing pretty good. But you know, what goes up must come down. Yeah. Um, so let's keep this in mind next time. Well, you know, the, the economists are telling us that we're going to get a recession here towards the end of uh, 2018. Hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, towards the end of 18, we're going to get a small little blip on the radar. Um, so what we're talking about today is how to unplug from life. We're coming to you live from Outer Banks uh, at the Tiki Bar at our at our beach house. We did get some clarification on the flies. Okay. We've, we've been having some flies here in the Fly studio, issue. in the Tiki Bar. Kelsey Bridges, also known as K1, our other co-host, she said the flies come and go depending on which direction the wind is coming from. Is that true? I, or is she just pulling my leg? Are they, like, blowing towards us? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm unsure. Um, but... We're, we're experiencing some some flyovers right now. Some fly issues. Um, a few other things that we heard from Facebook on on what to do. Um, uh, Carl von Mosch Jr. says go camping. Mike Wells. All right. So those of you that don't know, I was shocked at how many people on Facebook when he posted this didn't know this. Yeah. There's a do not disturb feature on your phone that I started using it the very first day that iOS came out and it changed my life. My phone does nothing from 5 p.m. until 8 a.m. Okay. Until I go to my phone. Yeah. No calls, no notifications, no nothing. Um and I love it. Yeah. It's 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 fantastic. So this is a feature. Is it on Android? Probably. Do not yeah. Cuz you're an Android guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably you don't know. You yeah, don't no, use it. it. We got it. Do you? Mhm. Do you use it? No. Oh, why not? I, I'm too scared. <laughs> I'm scared. It, it is. It's too much pressure. I may not miss anything. Um Glenn Locke. Really Glenn? Did you unplug from showering? That would explain the flies. Yeah, probably. Glenn always has something witty to say. <laughs> How does that happen? How does a guy like Glenn always have something witty to say? I showered. I'm not doing a radio show without showering. Yeah. Um, this is this is to me one of the most critical topics because it's it it goes it it transcends professional and personal development. I mean, this is how we keep our mind clean. This is how we control the things that make us angry. This is how we control the things that upset us is by getting away from it all. And um, I was I was really shocked with how many of these answers, when we asked the question on Facebook, how do you unplug from life? How many of these answers were just like really short things? Yeah. Like I go do this for an hour yeah, or I go do this do. for a minute, right? I, I, I don't even, I personally don't even count things. I don't even count that as unplugging. To me, like there's no. I need a week. Yeah. I need a month. I need a lot of time. I've never taken a month off. I've never taken more than. Actually, I took two weeks off to go on a mission trip about twelve years ago. Um, that was that was that was the most mind cleansing thing I've ever done in my huh. entire life. Went to uh, Armenia and Russia. It was fantastic. 
um, need to do that again one time. But as we said earlier, it's very difficult time, or it's very difficult to do it because of the pressures that we have in life. Um, I also didn't realize how many people drink alcohol to unplug from life. Yeah. That, that's concerning to me, uh, folks. Um, just kidding. You know, well, yeah. I, maybe they weren't kidding. I don't know. Uh, but some people go running. Some people sing. Um, some people do jazz music. Um, I mean, it was all all over. And I want to bring back Brian's comment. It was the last comment that we pulled off of Facebook. There was a couple more after that. He says, I don't. All of my life is my life. You can't unplug Plug from it. it. And he's right. Yeah. I mean, you can't really unplug from life. Um, Kiker on Facebook says, can you schedule Do Not Disturb? Well, yeah, brah. Yeah. Go to settings. That's exactly what it is. Mr. Mr. Rick Flair there. Samantha Steidel told us to preach it. So today we're talking about how to unplug from life. And our time is starting to come to an end. It goes by fast. It's been you amazing. know, this is the first time you've ever been, this is the first time you've ever been on radio? Yeah. yeah. No, actually, no, I was like, I've been callers. My wife used to work <laughs> in radio, so I was occasionally the caller. Honey, I need you to call the studio. I need you to be to the me. disgruntled boyfriend today. Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, the setup, huh? Yeah, oh, the, the setup. setup. Um, yeah, this has been a fascinating time. You know, I almost don't want to go back in the radio studio anymore. Yeah, this is fun. I'm going to talk to Asher about just having a permanent remote location somewhere every single week for the for the Great People Show. And uh, don't think we can come down to Outer Banks every week. It probably Let's gets cold here in the winter. We should do the mountains. Well, so y- we do. We do need to have some sort of like internet. Yeah, that's sad though. We're doing a show about how to unplug, but and we, we have to have the internet to do it. Plugged in. What a bummer. So on today's show, we've talked about a lot of things, and uh, now we get into our final segment here. We call this the motivational monologue. And before we do that, just want to highlight the fact that we have some ginger kid toys. Go to agingerkid.com, put in the code gifts, and you'll get a discount for our listeners. And I'm sporting the ginger kid shirt. Yeah. Now, this is a ginger kid right here. So, our motivational monologue for the day. We feel like we need to always be on to do a great job. That we always have to be plugged in. It's not true at all. You may work for someone that requires you to be on the clock, but that doesn't mean you have to extend your best work into 50 hours. What if you could pull a Darwin and get it done in 15? What else could you accomplish in your life? Where would you go? What would you create? What would you do? The most critical thing you can do for yourself right now is just to stop. Get up, walk out the door, and at least go on a walk. Yeah. And just ask yourself this question. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Just unplug. Go, go enjoy something. You're only in this routine because you're comfortable, and it's time to stop it. Eliminate the distractions. Use that Do Not Disturb feature on your phone and focus on your best work today. Because you are a lot closer to your greatness than you think. Mike, thanks for being on the show with us here today. Thank you for having me. We've been live from Outer Banks. And once again, you've been listening to The Great People Show. Oh.